So it was just yesterday, I think, that we were talking about Samsung leaking their very own upcoming smartphone, the S20, on their own website, hmm. along with a case, obviously unintentionally, and it was on one of the European websites on one, you know, one facet. But people were looking at that. People were saying, yeah, they do this every year. People were saying, yeah, it happens every, every time, every year. Is it on purpose at this point? Who? That was the speculation. I'm not saying that. I don't think it is. I just think you have a company as vast as Samsung with all these various regions and managers and who knows. You want to go into the conspiracy thing. I just don't think it's that beneficial for us to see that case post from the S20 at this point in time, given how near, how close the event is. So I think it's a mistake. And I just think it's a it's a consequence. This is where you start to have some level of appreciation for what Apple does with their keeping their stuff quiet, even though you get leaks from the supply chain. On the official site, they're pretty good about it. Not letting the post go out early, taking the whole store down when something's about to launch. But it's 2020. Everything leaks. It's a lot of moving parts. Everything leaks yeah. in 2020. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can't really hold too many. You can't. No. I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure somebody gets fired over it. Anyway, we today we have the OnePlus 8 and OnePlus 8 Pro doing their very own version of the leak factory. Now, these ones have also been leaked and oneplus devices have frequently been leaked in the past this leak is less exciting than a samsung one because well it's not on the official page and it doesn't come alongside with the the usual uh, multimedia elements instead it's an amazon leak and this has happened to samsung as well i think and others where amazon will publish a, a page that it's not supposed to in advance and what i like about this leak i mean as long as we're talking about leaks and whether I like one or not. Well, I like about, I like a, a leak that's more cryptic. I like a cryptic leak. Mm. A leak that's not, oh, we got another image, but somebody saw in some area of the code, or I just, yeah, that leak is just more fun. This is kind of like that. So this is an Amazon leak, but it's not from an actual Amazon page. Instead, it's part. It, this would go out to somebody who was an affiliate advertiser or uh, an Amazon associate. Mm -hmm. So someone who would post a link, you click the link, they get a commission based on you, you, you buy the thing. And, and Amazon is advertising to its affiliates that if they post links to the OnePlus 8, OnePlus 8 Pro, and various other devices, that there's going to be a 1% fixed advertising fee for mm -hmm. those particular products. So this is some... Uh, marketing person working in the affiliate section over in Seattle somewhere yes. who just hit publish a bit soon. So that's, I mean, it's not exciting from the standpoint of, oh, here we have this wonderful image of the upcoming thing, but I like the mechanical. Yes. It's, a, it's I, a nuance to it. I noticed that there's also a little typo here. There's a typo as well. Conspiracy. He doubled up. Conspiracy okay. typo. So this is a bit more just a bit more nuance. This isn't when you have a heavy leak appetite. This is a leak appetizer. You see the difference? Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Depending on the circumstances, it calls yep. for a different thing. You go to a fine restaurant, you don't get a big portion. Mm -hmm. You understand? See, that's a fine leak. You just have a little bite and you have a little, a little more taster. later. Yeah. A little taster and you have a little more later. All right, what do we know about the device? Well, we know a couple of things. 
there's going to be a OnePlus 8 and a OnePlus 8 Pro. There you go. Not much of a surprise. Now, the Pro version, this is the theory. This is the thinking. This is the rumor regarding the Pro version, wireless charging. Well, we talked about it. It could finally be the time that OnePlus embraces the wireless charging lifestyle, 120 hertz as well, and potentially a 12 gigabyte SKU, which showed up on Geekbench in a separate leak. So we're starting to look at a pretty compelling device. Uh, should have some heavy-duty specs. We'll probably have a heavy-duty price to go with it, to be quite fair. But it's right around the corner, and Amazon caught a jump on it on what I consider to be a nice little sophisticated leak for the aficionado leak fans. You know, they go a le level deeper. Yeah. So it's not just the renders and things like this. So you're in the Amazon Associates uh, newsletter type of league. For the nuance types. Yeah, it's for those types. They listen to classical music on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A classical music on a Tuesday, maybe they even got a maybe they even got a scarf, the type that wear a scarf. Perhaps a robe as well. There was a scarf thing going on inside oh, yeah. the Raptors. Did you guys see that? Because mm -hmm. Serge Ibaka scarf and OG Ananobi were having a scarf off. And and as far as I'm concerned, Ibaka just put it to rest. So OG shows up in what is a you know a classic. It's a Burberry scarf, and he's got it kind of wrapped around himself. He's staying warm. He's making a statement. But then you go to the Ibaka scarf, and oh baby, go to the other one, Will, where you see the whole full body. You can see just how long it is. I oh, never. Yeah. That is a scarf to end all scarves. Shout out to Ibaka, by the way. What a great game last Yes, night. shout out to wow. Ibaka. That was uh, that was wild and, and record setting as well. Yes. I'm sure you heard 12 wins in a row which for the Raptors, which is now the Toronto record for any sports team mm -hmm. for consecutive wins. They passed mm -hmm. the Blue Jays. And what a way to do it, too. 12 consecutive wins. And they did it. They were down, what, 10 points with two two and a half minutes left, mm -hmm. something like this, and they went on an 11-0 run to win the game. And he hit the three-pointer at the very end. So there's, maybe you got to keep wearing a scarf now. Anyway. Good luck. Anyway, you have a scarf like that. That's the type of leak for you. Mm. You see how that goes. Mm -hmm. So Ibaka, he probably got home and started reading the OnePlus leaks. And he probably looked at the Amazon Associates OnePlus 8, OnePlus 8 Pro listing and said, you know what? I'm going to consider that phone. Because <laughs> that's my type of leak. Well, this ain't classical music and wrapped in that particular scarf we have some netflix news this is kind of interesting if you're a netflix tech type of fan which i know a lot of people are i am myself it's kind of weird it's a bit nerdy we're going to talk about codex but it has an impact on you it has an effect on you and you've probably already been affected by it you know will you boot up youtube for example on a on a phone and you notice your options are not identical depending on which device that you're on. Mm -hmm. Particularly if you're on iOS, you have different options for resolutions and things like this. That, that's an example of Apple not approving a particular codec mm. that's available elsewhere on Android. So it does affect you. And it also affects, you know what else it affects is your, your bill at the end of the month, how much data that you're using. Mm. These high-end codecs, new age codecs, are capable of giving you a really nice uh, a really nice visual hmm. in exchange for a low data consumption number. Hmm. That's nice. You like that. Yeah. You're streaming it faster. You're getting charged less. 
And as far as you're concerned, it looks great. Mm-hmm. Guy like you could take advantage of that. I'm uh, privy to that. You're privy. <laughs> you're a privy. How long have you been waiting to say privy on here? Because you got a real kick out of it as soon as you said yeah. it. So here, let me give you this example, all right? Netflix is a, is about to start or just started streaming in a new codec called AV1, but it's only available on Android and only available for select titles. Now, AV1 <clears throat> is actually 20% more efficient than VP9. VP9 is the one you want right now, which is what Netflix is using, and you see it elsewhere on other sites also. Apple joined this AV1 codec Consor- consortium. I just want to say that word. You want to say privy. I want to say consortium. They're actually an alliance. And Apple usually doesn't play ball, so it's it's significant. Usually Apple wants to be on their own mm-hmm. island or in their own garden, people yeah. like to say. As it stands right now, the VP9 standard, which is the predominant one, is not supported by Apple TV or iPad Pro. And their lack of support for the VP9 codec is the reason you don't, you're not able to watch YouTube in 4K on any of those devices. That's a bit annoying. Well, particularly if you have a 4K-capable device. Wouldn't you say, well, you want to do that if you can? Mm-hmm. So the lack of support for that is what takes that out. So Netflix now is moving on to the next one. They're like, VP9 hasn't even fully adopted, and, and Netflix is saying, look, we're going to save some bandwidth for you. Uh, well, on Android only for now. I see. Now, people are using a ton of bandwidth to watch Netflix. In fact, it's it, it's one of the biggest consumers of your bandwidth and of internet bandwidth in general. So it's significant that they're the ones going in and doing it. Now, to enable this and start saving your data while you're watching Netflix, all you have to do is go in to your settings and enable the save data option. And as of today, certain titles will support this. You'll get something that looks as good to your eyeballs, but you'll be using 20% less data. So that's kind of exciting. Now, in terms of other groups that signed on to try to make this AV1 codec the thing of the future, you have Amazon, Google, Intel, Microsoft, and Netflix. And then in 2018, Apple joined the effort. So Apple, I guess, will skip VP9, maybe go all the way there. Now, The Verge makes some important, or Engadget actually, are the ones that... uh, had this interesting finding then the verge reposted it they said that enabling the codec for youtube playback generates a warning that streaming av1 in hd requires a powerful computer so they're speculating that maybe one of the holdups on av1 the codec could have to do with the fact that it might be a little more resource intensive to run it so you might be saving on data but now your battery life might diminish because it's tougher Mm. for your device to decode Mm. so you know how this goes will it's no free lunch, right? We talked it's about it. It's always a give and take. We talked about it. It's you don't, you know what I mean? You want to go, you want to enjoy yourself. You pay the bill at the end. Yes. Guy like you. So anyway, I think it's interesting nonetheless. And if you're one of these people that's got to watch the, the data consumption, you can go enable this right now. Netflix is in the future. Elon Musk says the upcoming version of Neuralink is awesome. It's a new version of Neuralink. We talked about Neuralink on this show in the past. Uh, This, of course, is this brain interface, this uh, cyborg-like type of implant. That lets you 
talk to computers. That lets the human, the biological human interface yeah. with the internet and computers and AI and everything else. Now, Elon has said before, this is a way to maintain the, what was, what did he, the viability of humans in the future. Mm. Because otherwise we're dead. We're doomed. Yeah, we'll be absolute. If absolute. we can't interface with the AI. Yeah. Some people don't like to hear that. You remember the interview with Jack Ma? He said, no, the human being is unbelievable. Yeah, he was talking in like haiku. Yeah, he's a yeah, the human being's unbelievable, will never be displaced. Computers are just here to help. Well, yeah, I mean, to a certain extent. But Elon, obviously, in the other camp, he says, nah, nah, nah. We got to interface quick because if we don't, mm. we're obsolete. And who, who wants to be obsolete? No. At what point do you think you'll do it? I'm getting the implant. I'm already, I got it on the schedule. You're, yeah, I talked you're to locked Elon. In. Yeah, I talked to Elon. I said, give me this new version. As long as I can get an upgrade later, we'll be all set. Okay. I mean, that's good. Elon Musk teased this on Twitter this weekend. He said the new version is awesome, and he's been waiting to show it off because it had to be better, in his opinion, than something that currently exists called the Utah Array. Uh, he said it needs to be unequivocally better than the Utah Array. That's some version of this some version of the, the Neuralink, some, some version of a human-computer interface, which for, at the moment is a scary-looking device that people might not want to use. He said his has to be a lot better than that before he's ready to, to, to bring it out. He said the other one looked like a medieval torture device. Nobody wants to wear that. Well, we talk about people not wanting to wear the Google Glass because it didn't look right. Now talk about a medieval torture device on your head stabbing you in the brain. Are you ready for it? Probably not. You need it to be nice and seamless. You don't want to see it like that. Yeah. You just want to, it's in there, and then you clip the thing. That's what he had. You clip the thing on the outside. and yeah, yeah. Like Black Mirror kind of style. Black Mirror style. So Musk pointed out that such an array has severe drawbacks. He's speaking, of course, of the Utah array, and specifically the pneumatic inserter. That sounds terrible. You don't want, you don't want to be involved well. with a pneumatic inserter, I hope. Now, this is cool. He says this that his new version is going to be transformative. He, he has bragged in the past that he thinks potentially future versions of the Neuralink will, might be able to solve autism and schizophrenia by reinstating lost portions of the brain and making them functional again. Mm. I mean, that's a, that's a high standard. Yes. To say you're going to do now, granted, with super early days still, but yeah, they are working on versions, and people could continue their dialogue now of the fact that uh, Elon Musk is is just not sleeping. He's out there doing lots of different things, mm -hmm. staying excited, and and that's exciting in and of itself. He puts out a hit track. He solves autism and schizophrenia. Mm. Uh, maybe he does both with that. Maybe all you got you got the Neuralink. You listen to the hit track. You're sitting in a cyber truck. You take it trip to space, and next thing you know, your schizophrenia is gone. I shouldn't joke about that. No. But it, it, it is cool. It is, it is, it is promising to, to say that that's even a target yeah. or to think about that as being a target. That, In a different way. That there's a, yeah. yeah, that there's a way, a back door to your mind, mm -hmm. a quick little flash, <clears throat> new firmware. No schizophrenia on the new firmware. That sounds no, so scary. No autism on the new firmware. No depression on the new firmware. It does sound scary, though. Who are you? 
What are you? I don't know. Nobody knows. Anyway, hot, very cool little take. That's from Futurism, one of your favorite sites. Got to give them a shout out. Mm -hmm. They're always on net. Future stuff. What a surprise. Who would have thought? In a letter to Jeff Bezos, mom says Alexa has ruined her six-year-old's life. Six-year-old's life ruined by Alexa. We had the other lady we talked about recently in the UK. She said Alexa ruined something for her. Told her to do something terrible. This is different, though. Alexa didn't say anything to the six-year-old. The six-year-old is actually named Alexa. And this six-year-old is part of a growing group of individuals who were named Alexa prior to Alexa becoming prominent in 2015. Right. And who now are being harassed because their name's Alexa. And the, the prominence of the device, all the Echo devices that use the name Alexa, has now influenced the way those people live their lives. So this six-year-old claims, or the, the parent of this six-year-old wrote a, wrote a letter to Bezos saying, hey, my six-year-old's being bullied because of the name Alexa. People are treating her at school like a servant. Mm. Saying, Alexa, get me that. Yeah. Alexa, get out of my way. Alexa, tie my shoe. Right, right. It's a sad story. What would you do if you were Bezos? If I'm Bezos? Yeah. Well, f- Okay, if I'm Bezos, you can't cha- you're not going to change the name of it at this time, no. at this point. What uh, would you say to this parent? Well, he didn't. Someone else responded. Oh. There's nothing you can say, dude. You're, they're saying, look, change the name of it. That's the demand. Yeah. To change the name. How are you going to change the name of it? And how are you going to pick a name? Is there somebody named Siri in the world? Probably. See, that's what Google did. Google just got away from it because it's, hey, Google. Mm-hmm. Or, okay. Mm-hmm. I just triggered some people's things. They have a reason for picking Alexa. They want to pick a word that was easy for people to, to say phonetically. Yep. They had like a whole, there's a whole thing in this particular article that outlines why it was Alexa. Inspired partially as well by the male version of the name, Alexander, mm-hmm. Alexander the Great, and so forth. There are entire Reddit, subreddits uh, dedicated to people with the name Alexa that are mad about it. Uh-huh. There's enough people. And interestingly, outlined here on Vice, they they uh, discovered that the name Alexa has diminished significantly in prominence mm. post-Amazon naming their assistant Alexa. So prior to that, names go in one direction for new names, for baby names. And then people were like, whoa, get away from We can't. Yeah. You can't do that. But it's just a weird thing for me to figure out because i'm thinking who are you mad at i don't know who to be mad at it obviously sucks for this six-year-old and the most obvious is to say stop bothering but it'll never stop Mm -hmm. it's going to be the whole life it's going to be hi i'm alexa for the whole life that's going to be a 16 year old 26 year old that has now their life trajectory i mean (laughs) been altered by jeff and, the, and yeah. it, it's weird, man. It's what if it was Lewis? You're you're done. You're done, bud. I'm it's over. You know what I'm saying here? Yeah. This. Right. Yeah, but it's not the same, though, is it? Because that's just two people named Michael Bolton, right? If you're if you're the same name as someone else. Oh boy. But this. 
And she's treated as like a no, assistant. exactly. That's the key. And piece. It's a robot. Michael Bolton, who's a singer. I always got Michael Bolton somehow confused with the saxophone guy Kenny G, but they're not the same at all. But they just feel like you would have both those. They just somehow confuse me, because they both had long hair. That must be why. And the same era, long hair. Uh, but yeah, I'm saying it. I think that's the piece. If it was called Alexa, but it wasn't your assistant, I think it would be different. If it was Alexa, but it was this amazing character in a Marvel movie, be like, yeah, I'm Alexa. Go ahead, make fun of me. But it's this idea that this is subservient. The way people talk to their assistants, and this comes back full circle to the conversations we've had previously about how do you address your, your personal assistant, your digital servant, and still be thoughtful and still be human about it? Or should you care? And so th I think that's where it gets nasty because you, you perceive, as the user of Alexa, you perceive an in, in, that, that that entity is inferior to you. Mm -hmm. it's you're up here and Alexa's down here. And then if you, if you map that in real life, I'm not saying you should, but if you map it in any way accordingly in real life, you have now subconsciously associated that name with inferiority. Alexa, do something. And that goes to show you the type of things people are shouting. Alexa, go do something. Alexa is, is, is dumber than a, than a full-fledged human. Now, could that change in the future if Alexa blows us out of the water if Alexa is obviously super intelligent and we feel like idiots kind of like how Watson IBM I was thinking more Iron Man talks to something in his helmet that's obvious Jarvis, Jarvis. Yeah. and Jarvis is an assistant but you also feel that Jarvis is intellectually superior to Tony Stark he has a consciousness and is able to well like Jarvis is always saving Tony Stark from his own that's true, yes. problems like if that were to happen, then maybe this could get flipped, but it's probably not going to happen in the meantime. And in, in the meantime, like I said, you can go to our Alexa subreddit and you'll find threads like Amazon Alexa ruined my life and F you Amazon Echo and, and so on and so forth, blaming Jeff and this device for their harassment. I mean, obviously the real problem is the people that are making fun of a six-year-old. That's not a cool thing to do, but it's, just, it's, it's something that goes on. And you know what I would tell? I would tell that story to my six-year-old if she was named Alexa. I'd say, look, one day, this Alexa is going to be smarter than anybody saying any word to you. So just, just think of it. Yeah, just wait it out. Just wait it out. A couple of years. Just wait, wait it out and just flip the script a little bit. Or, I don't know, maybe use a middle name. Oh, right. Just back no, off it. Alternative. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're open to change the name, then sure, go for that. Yeah. Uh, just drop the A and just become Alex. As a as a girl? Yeah. Alex, you can be called Alex. Alex. Yeah. There was that the kids show, Alex Mack. Alex Mack. Yeah, you could be Alex as a girl. Uh, Allie. Hmm. Allie? No? I don't know. I'm yeah. just throwing. I don't. Look, we're not, trying, we're not telling people to change their names right now. I would no. say own it. My first thing would be own it. You're part of the future. You're um, you're the first hybrid. You get the Neuralink first. Yeah. Embrace All it. All Alexas. Embrace it. Yeah, but it is it is weird because you know people probably were choosing that name because it was sort of unique mm -hmm. and not super common. And then it's a nice name. 
and then forget it. It's gone off the face of yours. And that's another thing we should mention, how a, a giant entity like Amazon can wipe a name out. That's ours now. They don't, they don't have to put a TM on it to own it. They just have such a reach that, guess what? Mm. That's that now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody was named Siri before or whatever, but mm. nonetheless. Probably in the future, we'll all have our own names for our, our own assistants. Every, everybody will customize. It would mm -hmm. seem, I think in the future, it would seem odd for all of us to have Alexa. Like what? That's true. How many times have I triggered people's Alexa, right? Oh. Alexa, Alexa, Alexa. Apologize for that. Uh, anyway, there you have it. Quick show today. We'll be back tomorrow because that's how we do it now. Daily. That's how we're, well, let's not say daily because then we're going to get carried away and you won't no. see us for three months. Yeah. But we're on a roll right now. We're on a vibe. We're on a wave. And what can we say about it? I appreciate those that are coming along for that ride.